Welcome everybody to a special edition of Kimfolk and Num. Of course, with your Kimfolk, Xavier Williams, Napoleon, Greg, B. Reese, and also, of course, Ishmael. Uh, what up? It's getting off today. Syria. So, of course, if you are a. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. So, of course, if you are a new viewer or a repeat viewer, please like and share this broadcast. Also, subscribe on YouTube, like our page on Facebook, Instagram, all the social media sites. Make sure you, of course, you like and share. Kim Fogginell. Five. All right. So, the reason why I say we have a very special episode tonight is because this is a female edition because... We were told that we that we were that we needed more female voices on the show. So of course the reason why I keep focusing because we gotta get M in here. So the M for tonight it is Miss Jasmine, Miss Brittany McCrae, and also Sunflower, aka Miss Leanne. So to introduce everybody, we're gonna start off with Miss Jasmine. Would you like to let everybody know a little bit more about yourself? Um, my name is Jasmine. I am originally from Benton Harbor, Michigan. Um, I went to school at Texas Southern University, came back home, and I am currently teaching forensic science and criminal justice um, at my high school alma mater. All right. We appreciate that. Miss Brittany McCray, how are you doing tonight? I'm good. How are you? We're doing great. Would you like to introduce yourself to the people? I'm, yes. So I'm from Augusta, Georgia. I bartend for the Cowboys and I'm a bar host for Super Bowl weekend with Bullseye Event Group. And I am a player personnel coordinator for Elite Loyalty Sports Agency. And then I'm working right now on my MBA. BA certification to be an agent. All right, that sounds like some great credentials and a great future as well. Miss Sunflower, would you like to introduce everybody? Uh, like to introduce yourself to everybody? Hi, my name is Leanne, um, aka Sunflower. Um, I am a med tech um, at a senior living community. Um, I basically spend my time meditating, shopping, um, and being creative somewhere. Um, but yeah. And I like to run in fields with sunflowers. <laughs> random. Hey, ain't nothing random about that. It's hey, that's that you like what you like. All right. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Shout out to Jazz out there sipping on the wine. You know, we gonna get straight into the first topic of the night. Miss Megan the Stallion getting shot by Tory Lanez. Um, anybody want to start it off? And, and Okay, and wait, with so it? did they actually confirm that Tory Lanez shot her? Because I think that was speculation. Nobody has confirmed that he was the one that shot her. They, no, he they did her. find a gun. Nah, you he said he did? He shot her in the foot. <laughs> but I'm saying they haven't shot come her out and said he did. <laughs> My only issue is... I believe he shot her in the foot. 
just don't like how social yeah, media has made it a joke. Like, whatever it was, it was and traumatizing for her. And social media has made it into a joke. And if it was a dude that got shot, it would have been completely different. They have so videos. Like, I don't as, know. Much, as much as we have preached protect the black woman, then a black woman gets shot and it's been memes made out of it. It's a joke. And that's not cool. Yeah. Any other lady want any anybody else ladies wise want to say anything else? The memes were the main ones that really got to me. It was um Tory Lanez being what five foot three, 120 pounds, and Megan, you know, like a stallion, and she literally they were making memes like, Oh, he bullied he bullied her ass, you know, <laughs> or she bullied him. Mm -hmm. So that was the main thing. I was like, yo, they really, social media really went full on with this to where they really got Megan and Tori like, oh, they were dating, you know, entanglement <laughs> or whatever they want to call it. So it just went further and further with all the memes and just the speculations on, oh, they were dating and Megan was trying to break up with Tori and he wasn't with that. So he shot her. So it was just, I'm like, uh-uh. <laughs> Any guys want to chime in right quick? I have a question for the ladies. In this particular instance, do y'all feel, had it been Tory Lanez, I know we don't usually uh, deal in switching up the, the, the size, because I don't really like to ask if, ands, and buts, but mm -hmm. I know y'all said y'all didn't like the means being made, but I think that's just the unfortunate side effect side effect of the culture of the internet, because had Megan Thee Stallion shot Tory Lanez in the foot... Oh, he would have got roasted. Oh, my goodness. Boy! Oh, he, right. he would have, but then you would still have the same he argument. Would. Like, right, it's right. not okay to downplay a man being in an abusive relationship. It's the same thing. Like, right. somebody got shot. Like, why? Why is it a joke? Period. It, it, is it the same society-wise, though? Because when it comes to men being abused by women, it is always a joke, right? Not to everybody. Why get shot in the foot? Why get shot in the foot? Ain't nobody <laughs> trying to nobody trying to condone what Tori did or didn't do allegedly. <laughs> nobody trying to condone that. But we're just we're just talking hypotheticals right now. You know, you did you did y'all did say because of since it was Megan the one getting shot by a five foot two. If you if you looked at the uh the records after he got you know it was it was put in jail five foot two hundred twenty so pounds. Saw the much you know that's from from what we know personally because you know because greg you know tells us about he got a short man syndrome probably to where he you know he did what he did i'm just kidding i'm just kidding greg i'm kidding greg i couldn't help myself i'm sorry i'm sorry no but for real though right now no for real though for real though more like more like KD, more like KD. We know who that is. We ain't talking about the basketball player, but KD. You know they quick to pull out the gun instead of use their words or use whatever they, you know, they have when it comes to calming down a a situation or instead of or making it escalate. <laughs> but that's that was that was from the beginning. Tori we might have a five foot no two. Megan. 
hollering at a girl that's six man, foot two. Come on now. But I'm just saying, like, like that's another thing. Why does it matter how tall she is compared to Tori? Like at the end of the day, he's still a man. And if he shot her, he was still wrong. It's no like, oh, look how big she is compared to him. I should have been able to handle him or whatever. Like, I don't understand why it has to be all this other stuff outside of the fact that she's a woman that was shot. Like, why can't that be enough? Right. Um, he felt intimidated. Go, go ahead, Brett. That go ahead, I say. Yeah. He I felt intimidated. My that only question. Is, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for smiling. There's, there's, I'm not. You not sorry. I smile. I, I smile a lot. I smile. This is crazy. Nothing about this. Nothing about this is funny. Something like that. It just baffles me. Nothing about this is funny. But do you think that the <laughs> the the outpour of this, like the outcome, is more of because nobody was really hurt. Like, she got shot in the nose. She got shot in the foot, right? But she's okay. Right. You know what I'm saying? No major if, injuries. Yeah. If she was actually. Oh. So you're saying the reaction. You're saying, like, yeah, like, yeah. like people making funny, jokes like, and stuff. Like, if somebody falls out of a chair, right, you laugh, but they're okay. If they were actually, like, seriously hurt, you're probably not going to laugh. Right? So do you think that, like, if he shot her and was and, like, actually, like, hurt her for real, do you think that it would be, like, as as funny as many memes and stuff like that in my question. Run, so run, one run 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 that back one more I'm sorry, run it back one more time. We kind of went in and out. Run it back one more time for people that right. didn't hear what you just said, Brett. Okay. So my question for you guys, us, is uh, because she wasn't actually hurt, right? Yes, she got shot in the foot, but that's recoverable. She can recover from that. Not affecting necessarily her career and stuff like that. Um, but if she would have gotten seriously hurt, do you think the media outpour and like memes and jokes and stuff like that would have still happened? There would have been no jokes. I felt like the, um, the social yeah. media, if something like bad would have happened to Megan, God forbid, like really bad, like they would literally be talking all negative about Tory Lanez and how he a punk and all this stuff that you got to shoot your girl and all things. Well, it's supposed to me to like to flip stuff around. And there's a, a an extent to where they're only gonna bring light to a certain situation, either if it's gonna be funny or they're trying to basically not punk somebody, but literally put them out there like, you know, speaking negative, like they got to do this you know, oh, because that person felt threatened and all this other stuff. It's Tory Lanez. Like, they're really, they were going to go in on Tory if it really became to, like, she ended up getting seriously injured, like, yeah. critical. But I, I feel like so. that's also subjective because we can say, oh, it was just a foot injury, but, like, I ain't never been shot. So, me, me we don't either, know how either. traumatizing that is mentally, and, and we I still made it a joke. Um, so I would say I would say this. It speaks to a bigger issue we have in our community and in our society right now yeah. that um, we are desensitized to violence. So I agree. Oh, for yeah, I agree. us, for a lot of people out there, it doesn't matter that she was shot. If if she had been seriously injured, I think the reaction would have been different. But the fact that she's not seriously injured. People think it's a game. It's funny. They're laughing. They're joking. I mean, really, you should think about it. 
somebody being shot is not something that's funny, regardless if it's your foot, if it's your finger, whatever. The fact that somebody got shot, that is not a game to be playing with. And it just speaks to the bigger issue we have in society that we are desensitized to all of this violence. Like we are posting videos of people being shot all the time or, you know, somebody doing something to somebody else. Everybody posting it in, you know, retweet it, share it like so it says something world to star yeah, world, world star. star i mean come on we I all mean, been there before remember we that know people yeah like that. they had 30 so, minute compilations yeah back in the day that was what high school time frame high school college where they had 30 minute compilations of just fights yeah yeah but i mean it also oh you, you mean that count fight <laughs> if it would have been, oh, yeah. if it would have been Tory getting shot, it would have also just brought to light a whole nother issue. The fact that for whatever reason, it seemed to be unbelievable that a male can be the victim in an abusive relationship. So, right. like, it all just needs to be taken seriously. Like, it's never a joke. If they are actually in the relationship, because nobody has confirmed that they're together, they just seen together on Instagram. Um, if they are in fact in a relationship like domestic violence in relationships is never a joke whether the woman or the man is the victim agreed 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 100 i i i feel that because it's megan and tori on how they perceive themselves on social media and and like for the public to see you know that's why i feel like they're not really taking her or the situation that seriously because at the end of the day, you know, yeah, like everybody, you know, we see how Tory acts on social media. We see how he be, you know, when we were all in quarantine, quarantine radio, you know, at the end. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so and, it's and like, that's, oh, yeah. you, you, you know, it's, it's not like, oh, you act, you know, you, you know, you ask for it. But at the end of the day, I tell people it's like, you are what you like. I mean, you entertain that. Mm-hmm. I was like, there's the signs were already there. Like, if I already knew how, if I knew like Tory Lanez was that crazy, trust me, I would not be going to no poolside with him or anything like that. Like, I would not be entertaining myself with anybody like that. And then not knowing what extent they are to do when they're in a situation or if they were being bullied <laughs> in a way. And the crazy, and the crazy thing about it is Tory Lanez has a history of like. Um, you know, have bad dealings with women and stuff like that. You know, not to put his ass out like out there like that, but I mean, it's 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 public information. So I'm not really putting it on blast if it's public information. So, um, yeah, I don't I don't know why anybody would deal with him, especially if y'all if he's five two. I mean, I don't know. But, you know, <laughs> I, I don't really care about women's preferences in regards to him, <laughs> but I'm just throwing it out there. He has bad dealings with women. And he's severely undersized. That's uh, not fair. Yeah, okay, well, that's, that's basically saying that that's basically saying that you'll be okay with dating future. Future. I don't think future's as bad as a guy that people make him out to. No. Because no. Never, you already see never... the baggage. You already see the baggage and what's already, <laughs> Ooh, already, kettle worms, already like you already know what you about to get yourself into when you start dealing with future. So I'm like, no. you prepare for you know what's about to go down? Are you you want to be that part of the entourage? Then, then Listen, don't future it, is for the street. <laughs> they be talking about everybody else for but the street. But if you want that street. check though. <laughs> 
Hold on, let me let me say this though. Does, does he bring it? Does he bring it on himself as far as like actually saying stuff publicly? His actions are different from his words. If his actions makes him out to be what it is, that's fine. But he doesn't bring up on himself by disrespecting women and stuff like that verbally. And who, who, doesn't disrespect, who, who said Future doesn't disrespect women? He said that he doesn't say verbally, it. Verbally, verbally, he doesn't. But verbally, before he does, he said Future does not disrespect women verbally. I, I, if, hey, if you know any information, let me know. But I have okay. okay. How about <laughs> how about how about we segue into the next topic because we might as well you we might as well say and ask this question: Do black men appreciate black women? And we're not going to use future as the black role model for black men. We're not going to do that. He's not even he's not even allowed to be in that category. We're not going to use future. <laughs> But <laughs> what we are going to ask you ladies first, but we're going to let y'all ladies have the floor first. Do you feel like black men appreciate black women? When you say appreciate, I just want you to like, I need you to detail that. what you mean like by appreciate. Like value? Yeah. I like y'all. Yeah, value. I Ishmael, think, would I think you like mean, to, Ishmael, would you like to break it down a little bit more? So I think, yeah, I think what he's saying is, do black men do you as black women feel like black men value black women like they will ride for you they have your back they you know realize um the importance in their life that black women are to them and like what that how that how they go about i guess showing that in the world i i would say from my personal experience as a whole, I would not compare every single black man, you know, to the next or everyone else, because at the end of the day, each black man, you know, has a different upbringing. And I always say, oh, how's your relationship with, I always wanna know how's your relationship with your mom? How's your relationship with your dad? You know, how was your upbringing? How was your childhood? Because that will bring into your future on how you treat women. And how you I were agree. raised. Okay. So, I mean, I, I like there's there's many people I know who were raised, you know, not to the best extent, but they've grown to, you know, adore women, adore black women. And then there are some that, you know, I would call them fuckboys. <laughs> um, I would say the same thing, like literally. <laughs> Like, I'm not going to judge um, the next man for the last man's issue, so I won't say all black men, but I can say growing up, um, you did come across those people who they don't, I didn't feel valued. I didn't feel like the, the main goal, the highest person in a black man's life was a black woman. Like, there's been multiple times me growing up to be who I am today that I felt like black men wanted somebody outside of their race, that they didn't value and appreciate black women at all. And they would prefer to procreate with somebody else because they thought that a different race was better. And that was just my experience. Now, of course I know, you know, with each experience is going to be different, but I also, uh, one of the worst fuck boys that I dealt with had a great upbringing. Oh, it's like you never know what you're going to do. I try to make sure that what I am putting out 
says this is what I'm looking for because a lot of people are like, oh, maybe that's what you attract. Um, but I, I mean, now I, it's like I just try to do my research, not try to go with what you like, try to package up in a box for me to see like who you are truly. How do you treat women truly? Um, to I gotta go, yeah. black women because most of the time it's just the okie doke. Like, I honestly, as a whole, I don't feel like it. Maybe it'll get there eventually. I feel like this year has been a shift for our race as a whole. So maybe we're getting there. Maybe the importance of it. Um, and we see that as black men putting um, different race of women over black women, give them the power to disrespect us. And I've seen that conversation lately. I'll say that. I've seen that conversation lately. And with the more of respect from black men, the more people outside of our race will respect black women. That's good. I will yeah, say, it really is. let me say this. So all of us, um, we were, we're all either dating or married to somebody outside of our race, right? Um, which, which I know- I, no. I, I, I gotta say, Brett, what you gotta say? I said, <laughs> you don't speak for me, buddy. <laughs> no, hold on, hold on. We have all either dated Okay. Or married somebody outside of our race, right? But at the same time, we have all dated somebody inside of our race as well. I know I can speak for myself. I've dated multiple black women. We all have great relationships with our mothers, right? We all, for the, I mean, for the most part, had really good upbringings, right? But how we, how we, well, also, not we, I, I value black women very highly. I love my mom. These guys will tell you, I love my mom, right? I love black women, right? Just who I married was not black. That doesn't, you know, mean I value black women any less, but it just happened to be the person that I fell in love with happened to be outside of my race. And, and so I do see a lot of black men marrying outside of their race. I can't speak for everybody. I can't speak for everybody and why that happened, but that doesn't necessarily mean that we don't value black women. And I think a lot of times black women see that and they're like, well, why can't you marry inside your race? Which I get, which I get, right? That's a valid, that's a valid comment, a valid, a valid concern. But when you speak of like love, right? And what love is, Love doesn't have to be black to black. Like if you gel with somebody, if you vibe with somebody that just happens not to be black, it is what it is, right? And if how you want to spend the rest of your life matters for sure, right? And if that person just doesn't have, happen to be black, it's, you know, that doesn't mean that we don't value black women because Go ahead, go ahead, sorry, go ahead. Dating outside your race is not an issue. And I, I just want to say that. Like dating or marrying outside your race is perfectly fine. Like I'm not that type of person. And if everybody have their own personal views or, you know, you want to marry a black person, you want to marry a black woman, that's fine. I'm saying it's okay. It's okay. My issue is when in that scenario is when you date someone or marry someone outside of your race and it's always, okay, now I did this because black women couldn't get it together. Or oh. they, they don't give me all the lip and the attitude. Like, 
it's okay with whomever you fall in love with. Just don't put black women down in the process to uplift your significant other. Yeah. Which I, because I have, I have heard that argument as well. I've had. Oh, it's always, it's always, um, if it's, if you marry somebody outside of your race, you can't be for black people. Yeah. No, yes. Always that con- that, that I was going to ask that as that well. Can you, it. can you be pro black with a non-black spouse? I feel like you can be. I, I'm not going to say it's going to be easy. And I've considered dating I mean, outside my race. Um, but it was like really stressful just here lately. Like I was communicating with some non-black guys um, over the last couple months. And I couldn't even begin to explain the exhaustion that I just had like day to day. And I'm like, other people feel this exhaustion. Like you, mm-hmm. like you wake up every day and the world hates you. And I just feel like when you date or marry outside your race, I don't want to have to explain myself. I don't want to, it's a lot of educating when you date outside of your race. And so I'm just like, I don't, I don't know if that's something that I want to do. What about you, Brittany? You want to chime in right quick? Yeah. Yeah, so my dad uh, is married to a Russian. So um, that, you know, he dealt with a lot of racism overseas. Um, So, yeah, so (laughs) um, even it it ended up affecting even my sister, you know, because racism was, you know, because you don't see a lot of interracial, you know, couples overseas mm-hmm. in Europe. So mm-hmm. when it came to, where's my phone? Wait, uh-oh, uh-oh, hold on, hold on. Man, you that? Just get over there. Me. Okay. You good over there, Brittany? Oh. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah. It was my tablet. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, my dad is married. <laughs> oh, friend. You're breaking up a little bit, us on there, Brittany. Can you you run it back for us, right quick? You know, outside of. Hey, Brittany, you broke you broke up a little bit there. Can you can you uh, run it back for us one more time about your your dad and his Russian love? (laughs) (laughs) Why? Oh my dad! I don't know. I just thought I ain't gonna lie. I thought it was funny. This nigga here, bro. I thought it was funny. I just went with it. Oh my gosh. So, but I'm just saying, but out of out there in Europe, they don't really have um so it was kind of hard for my dad. I hope she's exiting out those programs she got over there. Friends there were it sounds like you're clicking something over there. Um to Arizona, it was kind of easier for her. And my dad's for. Oh, no, no, no. Nah, my stepmom is real. My stepmom is real cool. Like, I, I love her to death. She's real cool. So when you look at my sister, you're going to be like, oh, my gosh. I'm like, yeah, my sister is uh, uh, in Russian. So that's a whole. <laughs> I just kind of like, I just rather people be um with the whole interracial thing um i being one side so people hey my first kid was a black boy 
All right, Brittany, give us a second. We're gonna, I'm going I'm to take you out the stream right quick so you can hopefully get your stuff fixed right quick, and I'll bring you right back. Give me a second. All right, so again, to finish, or I'm going to bring Brittany back in in a second. Give me a second. All right, Brittany, how's that now? It looks like you're streaming a little bit better. Nope. Okay, she'll be back in about two seconds. But to pretty much wrap up with, like I said, this whole conversation, um, let, let's 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 um, talk. I mean, let's let's look in the comments of Mariah Graham. She said trolls are typically more angry than the average person. She was talking about the whole Tory Lane situation, uh, and then she also says it depends on why you choose to marry and date outside your race is the biggest is the biggest thing because unfortunately there are some black men that will and i i 100 agree that will say you know i'm i'm gonna date a white girl or a hispanic girl because instead of the black girl's attitude i can deal with the hispanic girl's fiery you know latina latina spice you know whatever that was to where it's, you're laughing I'm, I'm, it's, it's, that's, that's yeah. a that's a that's a dead ass serious thing like some people I'm feel not, like I'm they would rather deal with just the latina heat that's what i mean that's what it was hey. that's what it was hey. so so, go ahead. Go let, ahead. Me, let me say this though. Great um, about that Latina heat. I have no idea what you're talking about. As a past life, I was under 21. I couldn't buy a drink, so that shit is way old. But <laughs> this nigga is but, but anyways, I wanted to say that like you get a lot of uh, black athletes get a lot of flack for that too as well, right? Of course, it's like a running, yes. joke. It's a running joke. That we've been hearing, that we've been hearing this since high school. As soon as that dude signs <laughs> that contract, he has he has a white bunny, snow bunny waiting on him. That's like the running joke. So the only. The yeah. only athlete, the, the only athlete to go from to go from white girl to black girl is Russell it's Wilson. Russell. Russell. That's the only that's the, and, and for him to be as nerdy as he is to be able to get Sierra in the first place, that's a shout out to him. Yeah, you ain't nerdy. Russell Russell Wilson ain't nerdy. Come on, Russell man. Wilson ain't nerdy. Come on, come on. He's not nerdy. He's not hella like to me. Like, okay. You tell, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, before we get to the next topic, before we get to the next topic, y'all telling me if Russell Wilson came up to both of y'all ladies at a at a restaurant and he and you didn't know who he was, y'all would give him an opportunity. It depends on how you're lying. You're lying. <laughs> you're lying. Honestly, like nerdy, funny yeah. stuff. Like I'm hella cheesy, so it's cute to me. It depends on what type of woman you trying to pull. I love intelligence, so if that's what you came, that's what you brought to the table the first time you introduced yourself to me. I all game, like. So he don't <laughs> Brittany, that, Brittany, that, like, nerd, that nerd title is out the window. <laughs> well, Sunflower, you came in a little late. I know you had technical difficulties, right. so we're gonna we're gonna give you the floor for about two minutes before we go into the next topic. Do black men appreciate black women? Because I know this is a topic that you want to talk about. So let us let us hear it. Honestly, um, I feel like some dudes do. Um, especially the ones that were raised in a um, mostly female household. Um, but mm, sometimes <laughs> it's all about experience. Well, I guess in a sense. Uh, uh, can, can you can you hear us, Leanne? 
Yeah. Oh, my bad. I didn't know if he was finishing that. But, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much what Brittany and Jazz said. They talked about the upbringing. Uh, yes. talked about, they talked about also uh, past relationships as well, as the, whatever they've been in as well. So uh, it seems like y'all are, are and, and also, again, what would y'all say as well, the um, the part about like the upbringing, uh, relationships, and then also um, how they are as a, as a person after the next 90 days that you're dating them, right? Because that's when you really find out who they really are. So. What is this, 90 day fiance? Pretty much. Low key. Ain't no 90 day rule. No. no 90 ain't no 90 day rule. That's you when, that's, never, nah. Now you never really know someone's true colors until it's like six months to a year because you're still in honeymoon phase for like the first six months. So people, when they get comfortable, they get comfortable within like the six months. And once you hit that six months, you already start seeing true colors right at the end. I feel like you can't can't tell people (laughs) what you want, what you're looking for, because then you just try to be that person. Right. Greg, what you got, Greg? Yeah. I mean, I kind of oh, so. like to go with the flow. On, okay, you can always tell. You can always tell. Like, either <laughs> someone's going to show you who they are the first time, <laughs> or you're just going to end up seeing how they are three months to six months later. Like, you know, sometimes they don't want... Well, you know that whole 90-day rule. I'm not doing that crap. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Right. If Let's go, Greg. Come on. Hop in, Greg. That. I don't I don't think you can put a timetable on that. Right. Because that all depends on effort. Like if you're giving in lackluster yeah. effort in six months to a year is probably your time frame that you're looking at. But if you actually giving in real effort, then I think two months is pretty too, too much. Sounds about standard. The first um, day. But are you making that person official or are you just in the dating phase or are you in your whole phase? Um, I can't really answer that. I don't. I don't really make it official until I snatch. <laughs> it so, is impossible for him. Did you say to you snatch? It really What you What you say again, Greg? Until you what? Until I do something. So, so, tell me, Greg. What would be your, so, What is well, this smashing you talking to your past life, Greg? What was that? Yeah. So, Greg, if we were talking to your past life, what would your past life be saying? I ain't shit. That's a different story for a different day. Okay. <laughs> That's a different story for a different day, though. <laughs> at least the honest, though. Hey, and you, you, can't, you can't say we, we lied on this show. You basically proven my point. You basically just proven my point. See? See? It's, it's, you're not, not going to bring it all. You're either going to be in your whole phase, or you're going to actually get to know this lady, you know, up to three to six months, because we're us females got to see what you're bringing to the table. So, what if we made all the table? I want you to be is honest. Like, if all you want to do is say that, yeah, just be in front. Don't don't just be all wishy washy and just enjoying the moment as past lives, you know, fuck boys would actually do. You know, I need someone to be up front. My turn, or, uh, you know, don't be like, you know, we just enjoying our time, you know. It's all about communication because the person you with might not care about none of that shit and vice okay, versa. What, what's You're your not know that until, <laughs> well, hell, me and my wife, we met, got married after like six months in the military. Everybody thought we wasn't going to make it. Here we are five, six and a half years later. You know, we do what we do because we're not worried about 
the what everybody else is trying to do. I, I didn't go into that situation like I want to be with somebody. I started talking to a, a genuine individual and we kind of connected. And, you know, I like you said earlier, kind of went with the flow. And, you know, she has her preferences. I have my preferences. We may not be exactly matching in those, but, you know, we found something that makes us attractive to each other, whether that be physically, mentally, emotionally, whatever the case may be. So I think that plays a lot of part into it. But a lot of people in this society have been manipulated and brainwashed in, into uh, certain labels, standards and um, uh, ways of just social standards that don't really fucking matter because they're just there to, to keep you kind of like. You know, entangled down, entangled, <laughs> keep you entangled. The, the good old entangled. entangled. <laughs> Y'all gotta get back to a kangle bit. She like, all right. Well, speaking of people, <laughs> speaking of people that got entangled with their own situations, what's next for Nick Cannon with his quote unquote anti-Semitic Ooh. remarks and whatnot? We have, to, we have to work on your transitions. Just, just. A <laughs> Man, you gonna do that in the middle of the episode, though? Like, <laughs> all right, when you, hey, when you work on that big ass hairline of yours, we're working, when you work on that hairline, I'll work on my transitions. How about that? It was cute. It was cute. Thank hey. you. And, but his hairline ain't cute, so we'll go with that. Anyways, back to what I said. What's next for Nick Cannon? Let me see your hairline. Let me see your hairline. Mine like that. Mine like that. So, uh, you got a problem? I'm with it. Yeah, Gucci. That's the uh, <laughs> anyways. Can somebody answer the damn question? Uh in regards to Nick I, Cannon. I like... Oh, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I mean, we probably get that camera. You want? <laughs> nah. Uh, in regards to Nick Cannon, uh, just to let y'all know, uh, the unemployment extra six hundred dollars is going out at the end of the month. So Nick Cannon, if you want to go apply, he's still you might, not, boy. You might not need it. You might not need it. Or whatever. But I want to be an informative guy. Like, like he said, like he said on his Twitter, you cannot fire bosses. Okay, he, he's good. He's good. Trust Indeed. me, he's good. He's still hey, for No, but honestly, I'll just say this a little bit, and y'all go into it. But uh, what I will say though, for real, is that somebody needs to check up on it if they haven't done it already. Because those last tweets that he made, I forgot what day it was. It was a couple of days ago, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. He looked like he was kind of upset that nobody was really, you know, rocking with him for real behind him. So I think for sure getting his mental back right. And then obviously Nick Cannon, uh, you know, he bounces back. He gets a lot of flack for being corny or whatever. I don't look at it him that way, but I feel like he's going to bounce back for sure. Don't know what's next. I mean, he could obviously go to Revolt. You know, Diddy got that platform, that channel. So they was talking about getting wilding out on there. That could be a next step but for sure. Get his mentals back right. You know, shout out to Marshawn Lynch. Get your mentals, get your chickens in order. Yeah, get you know them chickens saying? right. You gotta get them chickens right. You gotta get them fried, sauteed, however you like it. Yeah, they're right though. <laughs> but uh, for sure, he's gonna bounce back though. He's gonna bounce back. Uh, so do you think that he'll be able to still call it wilding out though? No, right? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, oh, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's his, that's his own brand. That's his own trademark. Why, yeah, why would that's he... his brand. That's his yeah. partnership. So it goes with Nick Cannon where he yeah. goes. He just okay. has to get uh, the it's percentage a... from um, the people who fire him, Viacom. 
So, <laughs> yes, okay. yeah, yeah. So, what about if I fired somebody, would I give them the rights to something I own too, though? What? It depends on who. I mean, but he, um, but he he's has wrong. a good percentage of it because he's the one who brought it to them. He's the one, like he's basically like the CEO of uh, Wild and Out. It started with him, so it's like it's his name over it. So he could take it. He still just has to give a percentage to, you know, work out the contract with Viacom on them actually agreeing to terms to release it to another broadcasting station. Okay. So basically, Revolt will have to basically buy out. The contract, or if you know if they're okay with the remaining terms with it. So, question: What about since we're concerned with Nick Cannon? What about everybody that just lost their motherfucking job because they decided to get rid of a TV show because the complete point was missed of what was said to begin with? This you is feel very me? True. Oh, you mean B Simone? Yeah. She gotta go. She gotta look for a nine to five now. <laughs> <laughs> B Simone. Gotta look for a nine to five now. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it's a handful of artists and, and entrepreneurs, people. I'm not sure if they have specific people for the show that do all the extra shit. I don't know mm -hmm. if the MTV studio has the lighting, all that other shit. But mm -hmm. I mean, even if they did, they ain't got shit to do now. So hold up, hold up, hold up. The Instagram models go right back to Instagram, make that money, play by that Gucci. I ain't tripping about no Instagram. <laughs> the wild and out girls. The wild and out girls. They good. They got social media. They Gucci Instagram account. You feel me? They good. Chico Bean. They got eighty five South and whatnot. You know some of them cats. They Gucci. Like that TV money. Hey, I don't. I wouldn't know. Me either. <laughs> but we gonna find out sooner or later. So speaking of speaking of folks speaking of folks on TV, my bad to cut you off. Speaking of folks on TV. What in the world is going on with Kanye West? Can somebody answer that? Mental breakdown. Mental breakdown. What in the world is Kanye West's motherfucking mind? Nobody knows. That nigga been lost for like 17 years, nigga. Goddamn. I don't know why He's been lost since his mom passed. That's basically where it started off. And it just kept on getting worse and worse and worse. Like any, every time he does something stupid, and people ask him, what would your mother think? He breaks down and cries every single time. Every single time. And when he does something crazy or he says something, you know, and someone asks him, what would your mom think? And he just goes silent for a bit and then he just cries. And then, then he wants to reevaluate on what he said or how he was saying it. So hopefully we'll hear an understanding on what he was saying about Harriet Tubman. Mm -hmm. You know, or are you standing your ground with that part? Yes, Greg. <laughs> yeah, I actually had a question for the ladies in regards to that, because obviously Harriet Tubman is one of the most influential women that's ever touched this earth. You know what I mean? So how do you feel about Kanye saying that about Harriet Tubman? Kanye West can't do it. Say a damn thing, because his ass was not even there. <laughs> so until he walked those shoes and he was in the Underground Railroad, Anything that Kanye West says about slavery is irrelevant to me. Until you've been in that position of slavery and you know you've been sold and all that, nah, you can't say you can't say nothing. It's just gonna go through one and out the other for me because obviously you just going from hearsay. Mm. You weren't there, so mm. you really don't have no opinion on anything that goes on with our history. You're just saying, oh, he got they got sold. They basically. They got. They didn't get rescued. They got sold back to the next white man. Okay, were you there? 
it's like kind of twofold it's like on one hand uh mental health and him being unstable is is very real like mental health is real it's something that we should take serious like and black people struggle with mental health on another hand i also don't like that that's the card that's pulled all the time every time kanye opens his mouth and it's something that we don't like so it's like whenever he says something that we might slightly agree with when he apologized we don't say oh that's his mental disability but it's whenever it's something that we don't agree with, we all like, oh, he has a mental disability. So I'm like, stop labeling everything he does. Like, do we really know? Um, by no means do I want to take away from him possibly having a mental disability. But also it's like, okay, he has these manic episodes, but then he has an album coming out. So it's like, I pissed so many people off to be the forefront and then I drop a new project. So it's like, do you really have a mental disability? Because there's people out here with them, or are you really just using this as free promotion? Right. So let me be because crazy because I I could have sworn didn't he do this when before Jesus came out? Yes. Yes. Okay, just making with sure the whole we keep going. Joel thing thing and I just want to make sure that. I just I just want to make sure you go, keep going ish. So let me be the crazy person here. Um. <laughs> I listened to the whole clip that Kanye had where he made the Harriet Tubman statement or whatever. And did anybody here hear what he was saying after he said the nonsense about Harriet Tubman? I couldn't find a longer <laughs> clip. Like I found other videos, but I didn't see that. So oh, we oh we gotta get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so so um, so basically what he was saying afterward. He was trying to make a point. He was actually trying to make a point of like the fact that we don't own anything. Um, you know, we don't have uh, a lot of like you look at places, people in positions of ownership, people that are high up CEOs, stuff like that. We don't have a lot of businesses that are our own. We don't have our own. He talked about Black Wall Street, that kind of stuff. Like we don't really own our part of the market is kind of where he was trying to go with that. Right. But because he is, and here's the thing with him. I don't, a lot of people like to say he's crazy. I don't know that he's crazy. It just may be that he doesn't know how to express himself, express correctly. himself correctly. Maybe that's what it is. Because I mean, he was making a little bit of sense after that, but because of what he said at the beginning, nobody could see that. Everybody was just like, nah, this man crazy. That they harped on to the Harry Tubman situation. He's been with the Kardashians that, too damn long. You, you might be is. right on that one. Now, if y'all have seen his 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 Twitter recently, <laughs> Kanye's Twitter, he is hanging out with Dave Chappelle earlier today. Dave Chappelle flew mm -hmm. into flew into hey, Wyoming, I think, and and was hanging out with Kanye earlier today. And Kanye, I mean, Dave Chappelle, you know, just wanted to be there as a friend for Kanye. And I don't again. I don't know if y'all seen the thread on Kanye's uh on, on on that tweet from Kanye, but somebody put on there Dave Chappelle talking about the media using their power to label somebody crazy just due mm -hmm. to them speaking the truth or due to them you know coming out with whatever it is that they're coming out with, and the media turning them into a bad person because they are speaking the truth. Now, usually people that are in Hollywood when they speak the truth, what happens to them? 
all of a sudden they come up missing, they suicide, they they're crazy, they're this or that. You know, Mel Gibson, you know, he he's somebody that um, Hollywood is kind of blacklisted because he came out and was trying to tell truths about Hollywood. Um, and, and I can go on and on list wise for people that do the same thing. But um, I 100 percent agree when it comes to everybody's statement of do we really know if Kanye is having a mental breakdown? Is this just for publicity? Is this just for a, a, a Kardashian episode that's going to come out? We don't really know. Like we're all laughing, but I mean, it's, it's so serious because we don't really know what's going on with Kanye until three or four days later. when he's like, ah, just kidding. I'm good. I'm back to normal. And just like, okay, what do we, what's next? So I, 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 I'm really lost to words because I don't know what's going on with Kanye. So, you know, we'll see. I think it can be a little bit of he doesn't know how to eloquently explain himself. Um, just like when he was when he made the comment about slavery being a choice. And so when he further explained it, I understood what he was getting at. But it was like the first few words that comes out of his mouth is like, dude, like, pure nonsense. <laughs> now, like, now I have a, now I have, a, I have a question. I better cut you off. Could you kind of compare him to Donald Trump? Let me explain. Let me explain. Let me explain. I'm not saying, I'm not saying he has great. I'm not saying. Let me. I'm not a Donald Trump supporter. I'm not. I don't. I don't I don't think I don't think he's a great person. I don't think he's a great I'm just I'm just saying, do you think because of who he is, sometimes sometimes things get misconstrued on what he says? That's all that's, that's all I want to get at. That's all I want to get at. A little bit. Again, we gotta have this conversation. We gotta have the conversation. We can't talk about you know Mel and we, we gotta have this conversation. Well, you got I feel like people are so wrapped up in him like inciting violence, inciting racism that you don't see some of the stuff that he do be saying. So like, just like we know, all the hospitals get paid more money if they have COVID cases. Exactly. So when everybody is all like, rah, rah, I can't believe he cut the CDC out and he wants the stuff to come directly to him. But it's like somebody lying. So, oh yeah, like, yeah, it, it looks bad. And it's like, not everything he say I agree with, but like, Something like that. It's like, okay, just send me all the information because ain't no way. So I could do my own research. Exactly. And so it's yeah. like some stuff he says, and I think he even said a comment like, um, um, you can't do any worse than me, or you've been called worse speaking to black people. And it's like, on one hand, you want to be mad because you said like, you've been called worse. But then on the other hand, it's like, dog, it's the truth. Like, We've heard we've been called the worst. We've dealt with worse. And so it's like he's like a brutal honest. And but then also you gotta remember where he comes from. Like his life, his mindset and livelihood, he don't even he don't even know what black people really go through on a day-to-day -day basis. So he's speaking on stuff that he, only he knows that go then goes through. I think Brittany, I know you want to chime in. I know you want to chime in, Brittany. Say something. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be so wrapped up in what the media has told you to think. Like, take what he says and think about it for take, yourself. Because take as, it with a grain of salt keep as an entrepreneur with Trump, like, you you making money. Like, if you got a business in this society, like, all for the businessman. And we might not see it. So don't just be like, oh, everybody else ain't trying to do shit for us anyway. 
and I ain't saying he trying to do shit for us either. But I'm just saying he's real. That's and and that's and that's so again work, the conversation so I'm trying to have. No, I didn't say I was gonna go. I never said that. Never said that. Never said all that. He is he is the person. He is the person in charge. Despite what's going on with COVID, if he was paying you good, despite what's going on with COVID, you gonna go work for Trump? I never said I was gonna work for Trump, and I don't think I'm. I don't say I'm a Trump supporter at all. I'm just saying. Don't look at me like that, Greg. Yeah, get your big ass head out out the camera. Wrapped up. (laughs) I don't agree with. But I'm saying we're so wrapped up in like, oh, we're all supposed to be rah rah. We hate Trump. We want Biden. What has Biden done for Black people? What do you? Thank you, thank you, thank you. That's another question. Yeah, thank you. Hey, like I said last episode, I'm gonna say it again. I don't give a shit about Joe Biden, bro. I don't. I really don't. Thank you. Nobody. Nobody I have a I have a question. Now I have a question for everybody. I have a question. Brittany, like you said, would you go and work for Trump? Most likely 99% of the time, no. But I have a question for everybody as well. If you're getting paid half a million to work for just six months, a year, whatever it is, you take that money and what are you gonna go do? Invest back into the black community, right? Ain't you guys ain't you trying to do ain't you trying to get your bag anyway so you can go do what you want to do in the first place, no matter who you're getting it from? Exactly. I feel like I'm, just, I'm just asking. But but you're not even. How is that terrible? How is that terrible? How is that terrible? You're not stripping. You're not stripping. Trump. Trump. You're not. That's what I'm saying. Trump. You're not even working directly under Trump. You're not even. You're stripper shaming. You're not gonna do that. Yeah. You. You're stripper shaming. That's one thing. Number two. Okay. All right. Whatever. Keep going. Keep going. X. Number two. You said it doesn't matter who you work for. Like so, so y'all I saying like don't sell your, your soul or whatever, but everybody here has moral beliefs. Do you or do you not? You have we things do. you believe in, right? So yes. by the fact of him saying that no matter what the money is, no matter who you working for, you gonna go do it to get your bag, right. that is poor morally. Like th- that tells me a lot about what you value. You must value money so badly that it don't matter who you gonna work for that you gonna go sell your soul to go work for him. If you do not believe in what Trump is saying, if you do not think that he is the right person for this country, why, no matter how much money he pays you, would you go work for him and spread his message? I have a question. I have a question. I have a question. I mean, because isn't that kind of what uh, our grand our our ancestors had to do, and they had to work for racist folks that. I ain't talking about slavery time. I'm talking about, I'm talking about in the 1800s, early 1900s, where they had to work. You can reach all you want to, where they had to work for people that Ooh, probably didn't give a damn about them, so they can make sure, so they can make sure that they took care of their family members because they had to do what was best for their family. Not a reach. Wait, Brad. No. Wait, 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 I mean, am I am I wrong? Like, well, I don't understand. I'm not understanding where y'all coming from. You're not. I think the spread is getting. You're not wrong, X. For what happened back then? That's your bullshit. When our ancestors, whatever, had to <laughs> for people they didn't want to, we get to choose who we work for. So, uh, to a certain degree, uh, to a certain degree, uh, to a certain degree, we get to choose who we work for. See, that's that that's that privilege for bread. That's that privilege he's talking about right there. You don't have big head privilege. 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 You don't have big head privil
if you don't have the skills and the capabilities, you don't have the knowledge or the or the ability to choose who you want to work for. So unless you know somebody, unless you know somebody that can stuck. get you the job. You need to have a house on your over your head. That's fair. But if I don't have any skills, right? Can I go work for Kroger? Yeah. Can I go but work for Kroger? Give a fuck about you? But no. yeah, Kroger doesn't care about you. Because Kroger under the umbrella of the, the not, people that run the goddamn multimedia business. Multi Hold on. Let me finish. Let me finish. I can choose. I can go work for Kroger. I can go work for Walmart. I can go work for McDonald's, Burger King, whatever. What I'm saying, not is, necessarily. What I'm but keep saying, going. Keep going. <laughs> is I can apply for whatever job I want to. You can apply. You can apply. You can apply. That's, That's not what you said. That's not what you said. You said you can get any Damn. job. You were going Damn. to work there. Damn. You don't get every job you apply for. I get that, but you can choose who you would like to at least apply. No, for. you. Oh, you backtracking, not bro. Not backtracking. Really. Looking like Michael Jackson right now with the moonwalk. I said you can choose who you get to work for, which means you get to choose who you apply for what job. If you're not allowed in that room, how do you get to choose? Right. You're not allowed in what room? The, the room, room that you're in. The upper room, nigga. <laughs> in the, the upper room. room. Okay. What, but what I'm saying, what I'm saying, is, you're right. So, so what I'm trying to say, okay, what I'm trying to say, me being a teacher, you being a teacher, right? If I don't like my boss, I can go to a different district. No, you can't, cause everybody, every district ain't gonna accept your black ass, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I know about the education. <laughs> <laughs> every district, every district. Yeah. Be hey, yeah. Go, go try district. work at. Hey, go, go try work at Highland Park if you want to. I, I could actually. Okay. Highland Park, but okay. what I'm saying, what I'm saying though, in the, you don't get every job you apply for, and I get that. I'm not saying you do. I'm not saying every time I apply for a job where I want to work, I get that job. That's not what happens. Right, but what I'm saying is a job I want, I might not get it, but I can apply for it, which means I get to choose the type of job that I would like to work in. Would I get it? Who knows? Maybe not. But if I don't like a boss, I can leave. Okay, That's let's not. All let's right. Not, Anyways, next person. Would anybody else not like to competitive here? Because I know. So what you Man, I don't know where the hell he tried to go with that. But all I said is you get to choose. Who you want to work and for. And they gonna choose to not choose you. Thank you, Jazz. Thank you, Jazz. We could go ahead and sum it up just like that. I know. Fred, you've been canceled. You've been canceled from this conversation. Stop talking. Does anybody else want to add on to this to this conversation? No. Anybody else feel like we can get any job you want to with no skill set? Anybody else? Anybody want to anybody want to apply to be the president? Because anybody could apply to have any job. We manifest the shit out of the president. See now, we're going to Wyoming. We're going to Wyoming. Fuck up out of here, bro. Now y'all are being childish. Now y'all being childish. Oh, we be. Yeah. All I'm saying, all I'm saying is that if I have the skill set for a job, you didn't say that before. But honestly, like that's what we would hope that if we had the skill set for a job, that I could apply and I can get it. 
can right. be so selective that the moment that this company or the CEO, this boss is racist, I can leave and go take my talents elsewhere. But the right. truth of the matter is, that ain't the truth. And I'm going you might to be overjudged by whomever <laughs> whether or not they want me. Like, I literally used to think that if I put that I was black on my resume, that it'd be like, oh, we need more black people. Let me hire. And it was who says that? Thinking the complete opposite. Like, put the two a white man on me, and maybe you get an interview. I agree. Who says they need more black people? Straight out of college, got all kinds of degrees. Need that quota. Need that quota. I ain't never heard a corporate company say they need more black people. I don't know. <laughs> right, right, so. hey, that's diversity inclusion. That's around every company. So you might be I'm right. a double minority. I'm a black woman. Women. So yeah. like hire me. <laughs> but all diversity I inclusion. You guys are taking what I'm saying and like stretching it out different ways. Well, that's how I feel with the whole Trump situation. So no, now you know how I feel. You said you said it doesn't matter where I get the money or how I get it. That's not true. No, that's not what I said at all. I said if you work for Trump and he was to pay you half a million in a six month span or a million or in a year span to where you don't have to work for him all your life. You'd have to work from a short time frame and also you only have to work one on one directly with him. You could be in your own little office, he could be up top on the seventy sixth floor, but you still gonna pay you half a million. You telling me you're not gonna take that money and go and do productive things with the money because last time I checked, you can shake your head all you want to ish. I'm just saying last last time I checked, and that where that's how Cardi B got to where she where is she is right now. She used her stripping money to, she worked to, for to Trump? Shut up. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> you one hustle. She used one hustle to get to the other hustle that she's in right now. That's what I'm getting at. You use one hustle. You use one hustle to get to where you need to be. X. I'll say this. X. X. I'll say. Thank you, Jazz. Thank you. X. What I'll say is, what you're saying is not as worse as what Brett says. So you're making sense right now. It compares. Thank you. Thank you. Long as we're on the same page with that. The only reason why I agree with X is because it's the same thing as trying to change a system from within. Like the Thank you. Black people become police officers. You Thank you. I want to. I want to be a good cop. I want to no. change the community. <laughs> that is that in no way is the same thing. That in no way is the same thing. That in no way is the same thing. I agree. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I'll explain to you why it's not the same thing. I'll explain to you why it's not the same thing. I agree with what you're saying, Jazz. Like, if I want to be, if I want to be a cop and change the system from within, going. And to be a cop and stand a cop, cool. That's different. That's different. How is it different from working for Trump? Okay, so not, let me let me explain to you. Saying, let me explain saying. to you why it's different. <laughs> we listen. It I'll, I'll just be quiet. Go ahead, Trump. Go ahead. Trump. Trump does not represent himself. Any politician out there that is elected does not represent themselves. They get their money from somewhere and they are beholden to somebody or people. Right. So mm -hmm. changing a person or an elected official from within doesn't actually work because they already are beholden to somebody. So you going into their campaign to help them, you are already you think you're behind enemy lines doing some covert operation, but you're not because they already got their money and they already going to do what they are going to do for the people who gave them their money. It doesn't matter what you one staffer is going to do. It so doesn't matter. I can't get my well, I can't get my half a meal back. 
I just want to give a shout out to Miss Miss Colleen oh Fryer because she definitely said I agree. X, everyone uses one hustle to get to the next, and I appreciate that, Miss Fryer, for watching the show. That and is- also, shout out to Mariah again. She said one word: Amorosa. This is true as well, Amorosa. And also, shout out to uh, Miss Miss Kylie Miss Kaylee Sirion, who is also currently pregnant and might be popping. Why the show's going on? Like it said, she said, I don't think it matters if Kanye is having a manic episode or if just trying to get free press just let him be just don't pay him any mind when he when we pay attention to him is either continuing to hurt him in a manic episode or playing into his press strategy which like we said before you know you you give people attention and 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 that's what they want until you don't give it to them no more and they cause another episode to say when 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 listen to me right all right so all right, let's finish up this show right quick with our last topic, NFL concerns surrounding COVID-19 and the NBA's bubble that they have with these NBA players who so far are not coming back with uh, COVID, right? Yeah, last last report that I saw, they, they, they had one day of nobody coming back with COVID positive tests, so that's good for the NBA bubble so far. Uh, we have Miss Brittany, who is an inspiring NFL agent, so would you like to give your – uh, two cents on the NFL when it comes to their training camp regimen on it. You know, if you know, I've also, of course, see, I know you've seen that they are not going to have any preseason games for this summer. So uh, how do you feel about <laughs> that? No pressure. Uh, the players are watching. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, gosh, this is, this is, uh, I feel like the NFL could do more and social distancing or just with something that can help everyone feel safe. And I don't feel like they're as in into it as hard as the players are wanting them to. I feel like they're just kind of just dragging their feet right now. And there have been like countries even, you know, they're doing other things that are doing with social distancing and cleaning and stuff like that. But I just feel like with this, it's just affecting a lot. Like the Eagles decided not to host any games. Like, dang, I mean, who else is going to do that? You think Jerry's going to do that? I doubt it. (laughs) I feel like Jerry's about his money. He's still going to do that. But I don't think they're going to cancel the NFL season. I hope not. But um, I mean, I don't know what y'all intake is. If y'all think that we're going to either do no fans or you think he's just going to do half fans for the season. Um, what do y'all think about that? I think this getting tested every day for two weeks is a lot. Like yeah. if we, if we need. I, I don't to- want to put nothing up my nose. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, took a, I took a COVID test last week and it is not fun to put that in your nose. I'm just saying. And it's like, they're going to do that every day for the first two weeks of training and then go to every other day. And I'm like, the only way that this could work is if, like, all the NFL players are in isolation the whole football season and they don't in contact with anybody else but other players, and all the players are negative. Other than that, like, I can see us getting started and then, like, not even halfway through the season. Like, after the two games, they shutting it down because it's so fast in the NBA. Like, one game infected, like, ten players. Like, I, I honestly, like, I see what they're doing, and I honestly just don't think it's enough. Like, it, it's not going to be enough. I love football. I watch football every Sunday, Monday, Thursday. I swear I do. 
They just need Saturdays to too. On the Don't about the Saturdays. Saturday, I do watch my Michigan State. <laughs> do watch Michigan State on Saturday. <clears throat> the little the little brothers of Michigan, I guess. Not too mm. much. Um, but yeah, I just don't. I don't. As much as I want them to have a football season, I just don't see how it's realistic. Anybody I, else want to shine? I'm going it's to the open, game opener, it, the season it, opener. Yeah, I don't think they're. So from what I was kind of told is that if they end up basically not doing no fans at all, that's like five point five billion dollars out right off the rip, and that's. And then two, you're going to have to start redoing all the rookie contracts. The only person who I know who can't get touched is Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> so ain't nobody finna touch that contract. But you got to kind of now you got to renegotiate everybody else's contract that y'all did this past season. Majority of the rookies because now y'all decided not to even have either an NFL season or no fans because your money is coming from the fans from ticket sales majority. So. You know, that's that's going to be like a big budget cut right there. So I don't know really how the government been about to deal with all of this and the NFL. The NBA is like, we know what we need to do. We need to get it rolling. You know, let's get back into business. The NFL is taking its natural time. I feel like they just need to get more uh, involved in with stuff because you have a lot of players who have families that are very, you know, scared. Like, you have a lot of Major League Baseball players that were able to option out of, you know, the season this year. Like, they don't even have to play. They're still getting their contract. And now you got to deal with, you know, NFL, and everybody is just, like, crunching right now. What are we about to do? Oh, we're just going to cancel the se- cancel the preseason. Cancel preseason? I mean, that's – I'd rather you delay it like they're doing for the high school, but cancel it? Yes, like just like you said, just like you said, Texas uh, UIL just came out and said that they are postponing uh, for high school uh, football right now. So it's supposed to be starting in September uh, from what September 14th, the last time I think I looked at it. Um, and then also with the like you said, with NFL and ba- and also NBA, a lot of their money comes from the TV deals. So they can lose that five point five billion, which they do not want to lose. But they're still going to get another hundred million from TV share revenues and whatnot because it's still going to be streamed on ABC, ESPN, and all those channels and whatnot. So, what it looks like, unfortunately, the way that the NFL is going about how they're handling everything when it comes to they're allowing the players to football, but not allowing jersey swaps after the game, which is doesn't make really any sense. That's the way they're going dumb. about I everything just is kind my shirt and give it back to them. That's, <laughs> But but again, the way the way that the, I'll be like, hold on, let me go, let me go wrap this up, and I'm gonna give it to you in a plastic bag. Here you go. But not even that. Like, I spent the way I spend all that time tackling this man, and then I can't for three hours, and now exactly, exactly. <laughs> that's what you worried about a jersey swap? Yeah, so you worried about me having a jersey swap? <laughs> but that's what I'm getting at is the NFL is kind of going about this the same way politically we've been going about COVID since day one is. Oh, we're just gonna we're we're gonna we're gonna stop one thing, but you can still go out to the clubs and still go out to party and whatever. But now all of a sudden it got rampant. Like, oh, well, man, well maybe you should have shut it down in the first place, and you should have halted it from the beginning. We wouldn't be in the situation in the first place. So mm-hmm. I think what the NFL needs to do, they're going to have to figure out, kind of like the NBA did with their bubble, 
And like y'all said as well, have it to where it's just an NFL bubble because let's just say Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, Cam Newton, they get COVID and knock on wood and they pass away from it. They're going to have an even bigger uh, unfortunate obstacle to deal with besides just COVID itself. It's not logistically possible for them to do a bubble for the NFL. That's what I was going to say. You can't because... It's like a, what? It's a fifty-three man active roster. 50, fifty-three man wa- roster, thirty-two teams. Like, there's no way you can coaches, keep all fifty-three of those people in a bubble in the uh, city. You can't do that. Now, could you? Could we, could we quarantine themselves when the NBA shut down? We could have had football season. Can they just get a vaccine and call it a day now? No, well, don't give my another, players no vaccine. Hey, I was say that's another topic for another day because people people ain't ready for these vaccines just yet. So yeah. no. they can plant another government chip in you. I'm saying now I'm waiting. No, because I don't want them to be like, oh, you can't play, and this is their money too. This is the players' money too. So I understand that you want to play. Because you want to make money, but I also want you to live so that you can make money. So we can see you next year. Yeah. <laughs> I I agree, but of course, at the end of the day, just like we said earlier with Kanye talking about how we don't own anything, when we don't own anything, we can't make decisions like this. So we can talk <laughs> about it, but we don't own the NFL. They're going to go on about their business with or without us. So that's when it's up to the players. Like at this point, the and play- you're correct. They they the ones that have all the power. They're the ones that have all the power. When they come together collectively, the power the people have are correct, and not in the NFL, but also here, you know, civilian wise. When you come together and they're able to say, "Look, we're not gonna play," I promise you, they're gonna be like, "You know what? Uh, I think we need to listen to the players." Exactly. People have to stop being afraid. Everyone's afraid to lose their, it's the their fear. financial to lose, yeah. ability, to lose the things that they have because they don't know of any other way to maintain and stay structured and not have to feel like they're falling down to the bottom and starting all over again because ain't nobody doing the right um, research or learning the right skills to, to, to know those things. We, we've right. become too dependent on motherfuckers. So instead of motherfuckers speaking up and saying we're not going to do it well, we don't really know what else to do, so we just gonna keep right. on doing what the fuck we gonna do. So afraid to lose sponsorships and all of that. I respect that, Nepro, but when it really comes down to it, like, are we gonna support these people that lose their jobs? So, like, we talk about people going out and protesting. We talk about people like, oh, somebody's got to stand up and stop being afraid. But mm-hmm. let's say, like, one of your relatives or some of your friends, let's say some people on here decide. I'm going to stand up and uh, for what I believe in. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to report to work or whatever. And then I, they lose their job. And then they come to you. They're like, dude, I ain't got nothing to do. I ain't got no money. I ain't got nowhere to stay. You going to bring them into your house? Like, that's well, the thing that I'm thinking. Like, right. we, it's easy for us to say that people need to do that. But how many of us are right. willing to do that and really be willing to back up those people and help them out? Right. I will say this. I, uh, I myself am transitioning into a mind state where I'm finding out the steps and the procedures to acquire uh, uh, basically a, 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 a life that I can live like that so that I can be that person to say, hey, these are the steps that you should start taking right now. And to backdoor or full come full circle about what Xavier said, whatever hustle you are doing, wherever you are stuck, okay, now it's time to realign the things that you're trying to do in life and get out of that that day-to-day 
um, mundane process that you're doing and realize, hey, I can do this, that, and the third by myself or with a group of people that I know are like-minded in, in the same area. If we come together, use our resources and our financial gains that we have from our current whatever establishment that is, put some money over here to do this. And then once we know we got this going, we can separate from that. We don't have to worry about that. We got our own shit going. And now people see that and then people, oh, well, shit, what y'all got going on over there? Well, okay, well, if you want to come over here, there's going to be some rules and regulations and stipulations and shit. It ain't nobody just going to be up in this motherfucker for me. But that's kind of like how I see that. But again, I think it has to do with people being manipulated into being complacent, being um, dependent. Depending on, you know, depending on stuff. and people feel like they are limited with their skill set, like their skill set is enough to produce. Like you can learn a various people are limited by the standard of you can only do one thing in life. That's a fucking lie. You can do anything you want to do as long as you see it through and you put your your mind in it and you got good intent and good heart. You feel me? Hey. But it, but also don't apply for jobs that you can't get without the skills like Brett said. <laughs> <laughs> I had to come full circle going out. I'm sorry. I had to. Honestly, it's the strength of the black community. Like you saying, like, yes, okay, ma'am. yes, ma'am. Stand up for what they believe in. And I don't know if y'all celebrate Kwanzaa, but look into the Kwanzaa principles. Mm-hmm. Like, literally the strength of the black community. So if we had cooperative economics, um, we wouldn't have to worry about that. Like I would know that as a community, I would have somewhere to eat. I would have somewhere right. to eat. Can, I have can, work. can right. I say something on that? And I agree with everything that you're saying, but here's the unfortunate truth about how certain people might feel about that. They'll say, well, why black people have to do this? Why, why, why do black people only need to shop with black people or this or that? Well, I mean, Asian people do it all the time. Hispanic people do it all the time. You know, in, uh, you know, other foreign people do it all the time on a regular basis, mm-hmm. but they don't get as publicized They're as it because... Exactly. But I'm saying because people, you know, America as as the media only uses white and black folks majority of the time to push whatever narrative it is. Everybody only think everybody only thinks that, of course, what black, you know, why do black people only get to have a a black TV show? Why why do they get to have BET? We don't own BET. You (laughs) own BET, but you even own this shit. What are we talking about? The crazy thing about that, X, is it's because of the power of that dollar that we are a very important economic group. And if we pull our dollar out of the out of their economy and put it into ourselves, the power that we will have is crazy. So Mm -hmm. that's why it becomes an issue of why do y'all have to separate and go do your own thing? Because you know what kind of damage it does if we pull out and do that? Like Never that's thought about what like they're that. scared of, and that's Never why thought about like that. they militarize and they really want to attack us when we say things like that. It's not even yep. a, a matter of we want to do it to harm you. It's a matter of we want to do it to empower ourselves, to build ourselves up. Why is it a problem right. that we want to build ourselves up? Right. Why is it a problem that we would like to do for us that way? Hey, now, if y'all do feel like y'all we've been too dependent or whatever the case may be, we're not. We don't got to worry about y'all. Like, why is that? Why is that such a hard thing to understand that we would like to just have the freedom and ability to do the same things at all levels that everybody else is doing? But we all know that there's certain things in the, in place all over the world that don't allow 
people of color, specifically us black folks, to be able to succeed in those areas the way that we really need to. It's called yeah, white supremacy. What? Well, I mean, I mean, they just want to create dependency, like you know, like you guys have been talking about. So, like, they want us to feel like we have to have them to succeed. So, you know, they don't Everything want. Everything we're giving is based on a limitation. Yeah. And also white supremacy, but out. that's another topic for another day. They don't want us to take our dollar out because they need it, and they want, uh, but they want us to think that we can't do it without them. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's like Black Lives Matter is trendy now. Like, yeah, right. exactly. Oh, it's going to be painted on the NBA uh, courts. Right. I, I I can't stand that stuff either. Right now, it's like we we're pushing this way too far to where the the Black Lives Matter the the actual slogan has turned into, of course, a money driven slogan for it's the water driven slogan for the democrats of course because if you see who's the ones actually running this stuff is the democrats is actually making money off it's not the black community they are infiltrating the movement exactly so it's one of those things where us as productive black people out here in our community we want to do great things for us in the vision also for our black community but when you have a movement like black lives matter which we all seven of us know what it's actually for but when the message gets distorted and then you have people that you know like the leader of our of, of our country that will use it in a weaponizing way and people will be like look i told you i told you black Lives matter see i told you they like the black panthers they like they like this 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 black supremacy thing they're that they're horrible but in reality it's like ah, that's not what we as people that you know have a brain feel like black Lives matter is about so it's unfortunate how and we've seen it from if you do your history if you've seen it from the 60s to where we are now, anytime black people as a group try to rise, the media likes to use their power to push us right back down to where we are to say, hey, shut up, Negro. You're going to stay in your place. And unfortunately for the black lives, <laughs> that to it, unfortunately. But a lot of people don't want to do their research on that. It's two sides of Black Lives Matter movement. You got the people that's actually doing the groundwork, and then you have the people that's actually behind in the organization. And the people that's actually behind the organization they're not really doing much for black people. And again, that's another I didn't topic for another it was day. Like a real organization that so much money had been given to, and I'm like, bro, what a money at? Exactly. Yeah. Well, money money in your community. Because that's we have bailout funds, so what a money for that exactly. everybody's giving to the Black Lives Matter organization? Why that money ain't going to the bailouts? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why that money ain't going back into the education system or to help um, with um, inmates, uh, lawyers, uh, and financial shit because motherfuckers are sitting on death row, innocent, with all the evidence to prove that they don't need to be sitting there type of shit. You know what I mean? If black lives yes, really fucking matter to those who say it matters, to you feel me? Yes, sir. <clears throat> so anybody got anybody else have anything else to, to say before we get up out of here for tonight? I feel like y'all did me dirty earlier, but it's okay. <laughs> we just got kind of lost on when you said that we can apply for whatever job we want to, which is true. We got we all got very lost. In <laughs> reality, you're qualified. Like, no, the man said we can get any job that we want. That's any job we want. Any job we want. We 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 he say nothing. Choose. He say nothing about applying. He said we it whatever job, whoever we want to work for, we can work for him. And I, all I'm saying is I'm looking to switch careers. So point me in the right direction. Because if who I knows? Who I want to work hey, for. 
But hey, you but, know, Jerry, you can work for the Cowboys. You know, anybody can get that job. You got to apply for it. I heard they're looking for a franchise quarterback. I'm sorry. Now that's somebody I won't work for. I might work for Trump, but I ain't working for the Cowboys. Wow. <laughs> what? <Gee. laughs> shade. That's a lot of shade. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I hate the Cowboys. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead, Go ahead. I mean, even during this, even during this quarantine, Jerry still pays me well. So, <laughs> I mean, so hey, I so like Brittany, like Brittany said, Brittany said, Brittany said she'd rather work for one racist, is not the other. But again, that's another time for another day. Another time for another day. So appreciate that, Brittany. I appreciate you for proving what I what I said earlier to go. What I said earlier earlier in this episode. I appreciate you for saying that. Okay. Hey, whatever, whatever you say. Racist to Macy's, you know, tomato, tomato, whatever you want to say. That's one person, not the whole organization. said racist to Macy's. And hey, and again, also, it's a situation ship that I'm in, okay. Hey, I understand. And again, shout out, shout out to Miss Fryer again. She said, "You need to take back the BLM movement back and educate everyone about what it really means. This country was built on the backs of black people, and it's time that white America learns the truth." Now, again, this is a this is a white woman that's speaking about this. This isn't a black woman. This is a white woman that's saying that. So, again, we appreciate you for saying what you're saying. But um, I'll be honest with you, Miss Fryer. I ain't taking back nothing. I'm gonna let folks that want to listen. I'm gonna I'm gonna let folks that want to actually listen, want to get educated. I'll explain that to them. But I ain't about to explain it to folks that don't care. I'm just being honest. So love you, Miss Fryer. Anybody else got anything to say before we get up out of here? Yes, I do. Okay, last thing. We can't even hear you. Yeah, no, are we supposed to be listening? Well, I was, there was music in the background, so I was I was trying to. But anyways. X, did you ever figure out the uh, the teams? Oh yeah! All oh, right, so yeah, so the, tonight shows over. With. I will see y'all next week. <laughs> episode episode four, keep fucking up. Tune in next week at nine thirty. Love you, everybody. You ain't shit. You ain't shit.